All right, folks, we're back. And it is Wednesday. We're glad to be back in the studios again today. This is your host, who? It's Radio Strongman, Kim Wade, coming to you live from WYAB. 103.9 FM. Well, folks, it is Wednesday. And as we're apt to do here at WYB, certainly on the Kim Wade Show, we want to remind you, exhort you, implore you that it's Back to Christ Wednesday. Every day is Back to Christ. But today in particular, we want to take time to bow our hearts and lift up our hands. See, when you come before the Lord, you don't come standing up. You don't walk into the presence of the Lord with your head high. You bow down. You bow your hearts. You yield up. And that's part of the problem we're having here in our country today. No gratitude, no thankfulness, no reverence. So I'm asking you, won't you come? Won't you come and bow your heart and say, Lord, have mercy on me. Like Paul said, Lord, I'm not a sinner. I am the sinner. I'm the biggest sinner. I get it wrong more than I get it right. But your grace, Lord, is sufficient. So I'm asking you, won't you come? On behalf of ourselves, yourself, myself, our families, our nation, in our nation's future. We're on a, on a knife's edge. Evil is running amok. We need men stout of heart and willing to yield up, bow down, and carry out the commission of God. So won't you come? Won't you come? As our nation faces all these perils, only the remnant can bring us through with God's grace and mercy. Won't you come? And it is Wednesday. We want to thank you for joining us. It's going to be an open forum today. I do want to remind you, folks, the battle is real. You know, and I've said this before, we've had it so good as a nation, as a people in this nation, black, regardless of your affiliation, ethnicity, or whatever, you had it good too. The poorest in America live better than some of the wealthiest and middle class in any other country in the world. We're about to lose it all simply because we of the household of faith won't stand stalwart, stout in our faith against all this evil. Everybody's trying to make up an excuse why it ain't really happening. 
and we're seeing the uh, uh, deterioration of our country, our institutions is under attack by every, every imaginable evil. Our politicians are selling us out left and right. They think that uh, they'll never have a day of reckoning. And I'm telling everybody who will listen, folks, that mirror is going to be presented in front of your face too, as it will be mine. I don't care what you say, say you believe and who you say you are, you're going to get tested. I'm going to get tested. You're going to get tested. Joe Biden, Obama, Michael Grimey Guest, Greg Harper, Tate Reeves, Philip Gunn, Delbert Holzman, everybody, every last one of us are going to get tested about what we say we really believe. And like Mike Pence, like Jeff Sessions, they folded. Because they didn't think that they would ever have to account for all this virtue signaling they did out in public about how they're such men of rectitude. Love the Lord. And you know what? They may very well do, but they failed that test. It's like getting straight A's in your uh, 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 medical school uh, lessons. Your final exam, you get a straight A. Well, you get a straight A. You miss one question out of, out of 10. So you get a 90. Let's put you in an uh, A percentile. Okay, fine. But the only question you missed was where the heart was located. I think that's pretty critical for a heart surgeon, don't you think? And this is where we all, as individuals, we're missing it. We want all the perks and privileges of being disciples and students and children of God. But man, when it comes to that responsibility, walking it out. Whoo, look at the time. Lord, give me a mulligan. Work with me, Lord. You know me. You know my work. You know all I've done. You know all I've given. You know how I paid my tithes. Uh, oh, that's fair and good. But right now is when you're being asked. You benefited from uh, parading the Lord's name out in front of you throughout your whole life, having doors swing open for you as a result of that. People talking about how you gave such a stirring sermon, testimony, and yada, yada, yada. But now, when it comes time that you're actually going to put something on the line that's going to cost you something, you get scared. But you've been telling us, preaching to us about how the Lord promises he's going to give us our daily bread now you worried about mm, i don't know lord's got some slow pays you know what i'm saying i love you jesus but you know i remember a couple times my tithes was paid up i helped the old lady across the street gave to the poor and i had a need and whoo i'm just saying folks it's time for all of us to get serious real talk find out today somebody sent me an article about how the uh the leadership of the Episcopal Church has basically come out saying that they uh, find the work of the Christ uh, Center for Pregnancy Choices find that their work is reprehensible. They're denouncing it. And what they do is try to help those women who are pregnant make the right choice, which is to give life in the church. Now, I'm not saying every individual who's an Episcopalian believes in that, subscribe to that, but you got to understand, you're over in that camp. When Jesus shows up, hey, hey, I know how this looks, Jesus, okay? I'm not really with him, okay? Look, matter of fact, let me take this shirt off, see? Agnostic. You can't hold me responsible, you know what I'm saying? No, what I'm telling you, folks, a lot of these mainline churches, 
This is why you need to study the word for yourself. It may be good what Vince, Reverend Vince tell you, or Reverend Barbara Mike tells you, or somebody else like that. But at the end of the day, you need to learn, learn the word for yourself because, you know, they may not get everything right. Like Creflo Dollars. Hey, man, I was all wrong about that whole tithing thing where I was telling y'all, y'all need to pay 11%, 1% to me, 10% for Jesus. I was wrong. I must have read the scriptures wrong. There must have been a typo in there. And you know what? We all get it wrong. We all, I mean, we can be fervor, fervent about what we read and what we understand. And another day brings another revelation. The word of God is pregnant. And you have to yield your heart to, for an understanding, for a full understanding of it. But the worst thing you can do is depend on me. What Kim said, uh-uh, on that great getting up morning, you better say that. Mm-mm. They gonna say, who? Kim? You, you were listening to Kim? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Boy, your stuff messed up. You listen to Kim Wade? <laughs> Peter gonna laugh in your face. No, you need to pick that book up for yourself, Holmes. Get you to understand. Now, you got to be careful as you study the word by yourself. You can go off. Boy, you can go off the edge, too. Okay? You calling here sounding like Vince or Walter or uh, Bishop Bullwinkle. I'm just telling you all. Y'all just be careful. The bottom line is, folks, our nation's in peril. And it comes down. And this is a spiritual battle. This is spiritual warfare. We're at the apex of this spiritual battle on, in this realm. And many people just can't believe this is where we are. All those other saints who, who, who live large in the word, gone on the glory, won't have to face this battle that you and I are left to fight with, fight to fight. And we can't believe that the Lord has put it on you and me to do. Yep. This is why, as I, as I said and been saying, we sit back and listen to George Soros and uh, Bill Gates and all their handmaidens, the governors and secretaries, states and state medical directors tell us about how we have to uh, uh, take whatever drugs they tell us because they have to limit the number of people on earth. When God himself said it is his province for your time to live or to die, when it's your time to go. And yet they're taking it up on themselves. And then you and I sitting up here like, okay, that's not our lot in life, house. We are to resist these devils. And I'm telling you, you need to prepare for the battle. Oh, there's going to be a battle whether you're ready for it, able to, or willing to fight. There's going to be a battle. Now, you may get slain where you're standing out of cowardice, out of fear, and mobilized by fear, and they just chop you up right there on the spot. Or you can go down swinging and take a few of them, which, Kim, you're you talking about killing people. No, nope. I'm talking about defending myself. And anybody get in the way of the sword, woe be unto you. I hope you got a good relationship with the Lord, a good healing relationship. Because I'm going to put something on you. This is why I say to the American people, to the people of the world, it's time to fight back. Screw this. They got us going for all this green crap. Folks, uh, I'm tempted to play the Tucker Carlson show from last night. I think it was last night. And he talks about all these countries that have bought into this green, green New Deal crap. These countries are going hungry. Countries that were exporting food, energy over there in Ghana. Ghana was one of the one, one of the most wealthiest country, African countries. And now they're begging food right now because they listen to the 
World Economic Council. They listen to the world equivalent of, of, of white Democrats. And I've told you, death and destruction is what follows the Democrat Party. It is a culture of death. Over in Sri Lanka, they did the same thing. The World Economic Council, the world equivalent of the white Democrats, told them to go green. Don't use fertilizer, use natural fertilizer. And now they're not having, they don't have enough crops. I think they got about two or three days' supply of food on their shelves there in the entire country. And because of the, the victory the black Democrats handed the Democrat Party here in this country in 2020, America's headed that same way. All because there's so many Americans who vote who are spiritually dead, have no spiritual discernment of the evil that is upon us, and are unwilling to move, immobilized by fear, ignorance. They won't stand up and fight. And I say, me and my boys, the Christian patriots and rednecks, the Duck Dynasty crowd, the one that's vilified by this government, we're going to fight you. We're going to fight your butts to the end. So you can put us on any kind of damn list you got, any list you come up with. It can be a computer printout. It can be written in the cloud. It can be written on the cloud, up under the cloud. But just remember this here. You got to send somebody for this booty. And we're going to send them back in a box. Addressed to you. Letting you know you're next. Just like out of a Bruce Willis film, we're going for the top. So all you folks who are taking money on behalf of this so-called new world liberal order or whatever you want to call it, you better pray you win. Because what's going to happen, you and your entire family is going to be exterminated from this earth because you represent a cancer on humankind with your thought process. That you alone and your your, your cabal and your band of hoodlums and evil men have the sole right to determine how many people are going to be on this planet. And just for that thought alone, you're going to face the gobble. You will swing from a rope if there's any fairness in this world and if I have anything to do with it. Our number is 601-879-0002. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. It's Wednesday. Hey, I want to remind you, my good friend Tom, Tom's Fried Pies down there in Richland, Mississippi. Folks, I'm telling you, you have not had a fruit pie until you had Tom's Fried Pies, but... Tom's Fried Pies is more than that. It's a restaurant that serves great, delicious meals, breakfast and lunch. Folks, you look, you're going to be stunned, amazed, and left gasping for breath when you see the breadth of the menu they have down there. Just great food. Now, they have a meat pie down there. It's to die for. And, again, those pies are prepared right there on prem pretty much as you wait. Now, they have some hot pies there under the lamp. Uh, for those of you who are on the go, you want to take a few with you. But I'm telling you something, folks. If you've never been to Tom's Fried Pies, now's the time to do it. I didn't get to visit them until they moved to the new location, which is a beautiful location. You ought to check out their patio. I mean, you can just sit there all day, have you an iced tea, and just chill out. And I would encourage you to stop by there. They're located right there uh, past Kroger's when you're going down to Richland. And then you see the Walgreens on the corner. Then right across the street in that shopping center right next to the Baptist Health, uh, MEA, whatever they type, whatever Baptist Health Center is down there. Right next to that is Tom's Fried Pies. Tell Tom I said hello. Tom's a homeboy. He's also from Kentucky. You know, my dad uh, mined coal up there in Kentucky, one county away. And he's uh, he's from the home of the coal miner's daughter. So y'all stop by and holler at Tom, okay? All right, folks, we have Brent, Brent on the line. What do you say, Brent? Hey, man. How you doing, brother? What's up, man? Great day to live in America, I tell you that. And there you go. Got your head on right, son. Hey, look. <laughs> How much evidence does one person need to get convicted 
for possessing crack cocaine more than Hunter Biden. If you did that in a, in a predominantly black neighborhood and he was black and his dad wasn't the president, he would be under the jail, brother. <laughs> Look, he, he's got that white privilege thing in spades. <laughs> I mean, I must have missed out on it. Well, the the thing is, Brent, uh, Joe Biden's dad, I mean, Hunter Biden's dad was the one who was putting all these black folks in jail for crack cocaine. And he's up there, man. He got it on. I mean, he like Tony Montana. I mean, I saw one today where he was weighing it out on a digital scale. That's right. Now, tell me this. If he got all them millions from China and Russia, wherever he got the money from, and all he's doing is buying two little grams of crack. Come on, man. He got it like that, man. It's it's he's got it like. I mean, look, not, he's got crack. He's got underage girls. He's got pedophilia. He's screwing everybody in the family. <laughs> on Thanksgiving, they hate to see Hunter coming. Oh man, we ain't gonna be able to enjoy the meal. They try and eat the meal, and he's humping on somebody. I mean, that is one nasty, freaky household, man. I'm talking about they out of the pits of Appalachia somewhere with that crap. Are you a Dave Chappelle fan? I am. I love Dave Chappelle. Okay. Do you remember the one where he was, they treated him like a white person when he was selling crack? He was like, I plead the fear. Remember that one? <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly uh, uh, what this guy's doing. They're like, can you meet us, you know, possibly at 5 o'clock on Friday and he doesn't show up till Monday? And he's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Man. I mean, but, you know, how, much, how much more can this guy do? If if that were you or me, man, they would kick our door in. No, no, no. Cars, it's, it's our cars, everything. It's 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 more pronounced than that. They're giving people life in prison for sitting in Nancy Pelosi's chair. Just let just that picture alone getting people thrown in jail. I didn't get to hear the interview that uh, who's Clay in the morning. I listened to him too. He's real good. Mm-hmm. When he interviewed, uh, what was his name? Guest. Yeah. Well, no, he didn't interview. He visited with guests. Guests wanted right. to sit down with him. Yeah. What I don't, what blows my mind is that dude is a lawyer, right? Or yeah. he was. He or was. He is, yeah. He still he still has a bar card. Yeah. How is he able to keep that by not giving those people due process? Because he's a crooked lawyer. He's grimy. That's why we call him Grimy Mike. I get that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, isn't there some type of ethical violation there? <laughs> Man, get out of here. Ethical. Yeah. Rookie, come on, yeah, man! Right, exactly. Man, <laughs> ethical. You know, if that were any other lawyer, they would have thrown him out. Man, please, we're talking about grimy Mike, man. This guy here has no ethics. He sold those, man. Look, you could buy those for pennies on the dollar, man. That's and grimy Mike, and it's written in Chinese. <laughs> and look, you know, and and uh, uh, Hunter's cocaine could very well be Chinese cocaine because I mean he does everything. I mean he's a big Oriental guy. How come that fool don't ever get no fentanyl? <laughs> How come there ain't no fentanyl in that? <laughs> Where's my fentanyl? His, his dad's on Jaritol. He's on fentanyl. Uh, like somebody sent around that meme saying uh, Joe Biden said he's a devout, he's religiously devout. His whole family. He's a, a devout Catholic, and his son is a, a Crystal Methodist or something like that. Yeah, I saw that one too. That was pretty good. <laughs> All right, brother. It's good to talk with you, man. All right, have a good one. All right. Let's go to Mobile Bob. Hey, buddy. <laughs> that was a good conversation. <laughs> um, 
because the guy can also say uh, if it was you or me or if the person's last name were Trump, mm. uh, they would. I mean, the first picture they would be impeaching President Trump. Well, you notice, hey, uh, you, you notice our, our third district congressman is not concerned about that. He's concerned about everybody else breaking the law, but he's not concerned when old Hunter. Yeah. Anyway, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean this two tier system, and the media is no, it's all, it's not too curious either. Mm-hmm. Although until they get, well, I guess when they get really get ready to kick Joe out. Yeah. Right now they're just hinting that they're gonna kick him out mm-hmm. with the, uh, well, you know, 64 percent Democrats don't want you to run again. Uh. <laughs> When they're really ready for him to go, then they'll bring up the stuff by Hunter. Mm-hmm. You see this idiot that they interviewed from Berkeley University, this law <laughs> professor. I did. Oh, goodness gracious, alive. This, it is, these people are loons. This is the second black woman who don't know what a woman is. Yeah. That they Trump, that they bring up there and don't know what a woman is. I'm going to say, uh, or do you believe, after she has to, hardly that, hardly that. Senator Harley that. Do you believe men can have babies? Yeah. Because if he says no, he says, so you deny the existence of trans, of trans uh, people. Yeah, you're, you're homophobic. You, you, you're bringing violence down on them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But, you know. Yeah. Oh, and of course, the violence they keep talking about, they know there's no violence out there of people actually beating up uh, trans people on any scale worth, worth, worth looking at. What, it's because she cleverly brings in, well, they killed themselves and... So making them think, oh, so if like, some trans person is loony tuned about being, because it means you're loony tuned already, mm-hmm. and you're going to kill yourself, it's Harley's fault because he says you're not a woman. <laughs> that's what. That's the violence they're talking about, you, you Biden supporters out there who don't understand anything. They're not talking about people beating up trans people. They know that ain't, that ain't happening worth a flip, but they know the trans folks kill themselves a lot. That's what they're calling violence. Well... As I said before, they're insisting this is this is why it's so important that people stand stout in their faith. First of all, they got to know what the heck they believe. Many folks simply don't or they found out, you know what? I don't know what I believe Uh, because they're trying to make you believe in basically. Basically, making you you're insane if you go along with them, that a woman is a man and a man can have babies and uh, climate change is going to destroy. If you keep buying all this crap, then, yes. You're going to destroy yourself. You will be suicidal. You, you may not have to worry about being suicidal. You're going to, your beliefs are going to kill you. These people are nuts, you know, and they insist that you. They insist that you believe it. Yeah. Oh no, it's our fault if a trans person, of a homosexual, thinks a man who thinks he's a woman kills himself. because we didn't go along with, with their insanity. See, these folks are—they're evil to the nth degree. I know you saw a picture of it. The woman looks like a total nut job with that ring in the nose and the way her eyes are going. And she thinks she's so much smarter than everybody else. And of course, she, they, of course then she gets asked the question, well, do you believe a baby that's going to be delivered the day before the, it's, uh, the day before the, her, the delivery date, you believe that person, that baby has value? And of course, she goes on to believe, I believe the person with the capacity for pregnancy has value. Uh, what's a person with capacity for pregnancy? Uh, because she believes trans men can have babies. So now they, you're no longer a woman again in the eyes of this moron. You're just a person with the capacity to have children to, to, to be to, for a pregnancy. Well, not- these people hang out in a world of abstractions that they cannot structure into reality. That's why they kill themselves. That's why they don't. That's what I'm saying. This is why it's so important for men to be men and just shut this crap down, just like your dad used to do back in the day. Oh, he come in there and break that crap up at the door. No, we ain't doing that up in here. 
call DHS, CHS. You can call Chris Wright. But I'm going to stomp your lights out up in here tonight. And they put and enough course, here to God, and you, you, you quit acting silly. And of course, then she was on to say they should be the ones to decide what happens next. Which means, of course, you believe that the day before birth, as long as that baby's still stuck in the womb, yeah, that baby better keep praying. You better, the father and the rest of the family better keep praying because that baby is not safe till it gets out of there, according to this. Her name was Kiara, Brown, uh, Kiara Bridges. Now, according to this nut job, you should be able to kill him right before, right to the second of birth. You still, if it's one second away, that baby better keep on praying because it ain't safe yet. Mother can change, his, can change their mind. And they are insane. These, this is infanticide. They don't mind uh, not saying anymore that they are for killing babies. They used to hide there, call them fetuses. You all, you Christian, Christian folks out there who think you support these people, this is what they're saying. They are pure evil. <laughs> well, again, uh, they're, they're bringing our world. I mean, our, our society's collapsing because of the foolishness that they're pushing and the fact that you won't even just stand up. They, no. You're not a woman. Sit, sit down. Some. This is how we have to deal with them. But they keep yeah. having you thinking, got you doubting yourself. Well, maybe I need to call. Shut up. See, it's all that wishy-washy, all that middle-of-the-road crap that's got us here. We need men who are going to just forthrightly stand there and say, no, nah, Hoss, this, this crazy stuff ends right here. You know, but this is why I keep saying they want to call you transphobic for taking that position. So what? As a, as a black conservative, Man, I've been called everything in the book. They've done everything they could think of against me. But you know what? So what? I'm not still. I'm not changing what I believe. Exactly. And all these corporations, but it's the biggest problem. They jumped on this boat, and many of them are sinking as a result of it. But, but, real quick before I go, they are revealing themselves, and people are slowly starting. The Hispanics have really gotten a clue mm. about these people, and they are turning big time. Even the black people. The black, like you call them, Democratic heads, will eventually start. To, it'll start seeping at least the Christian one. Start seeping in some that these when they keep talking about this kind of stuff, it's going to. I mean, it's, it's unfortunately slow. It's hard because they blow their heads are hard, but it's seeping in more than they were last. Now that's why they got to keep on cheating in election. Well, all right, man. Thank you, man. We appreciate it. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Wednesday's Back to Christ. Wednesday. Also want to remind you, folks, you got a taste for pizza tonight. Railroad Pizza will be a good place to stop downtown Florida, Mississippi. Folks, Railroad Pizza is, I mean, the selection. It's not just a pizza shop. They ha- Everybody in your family is going to be able to make their own choices. So whoever doesn't feel like uh, pizza, they want chicken wings, you want other items off the menu, they have it. Or you just want a little appetizer. You just want some of those uh, hand-cut Hand battered fried onion wings, uh, fried onion rings. It's a tower of them. That means a whole lot. They're tall stacked. Then you got the boneless bone in, boneless chicken wings of the various flavors. Certainly have the, the favorites the garlic parmesan, teriyaki, lemon pepper, uh, as well as raspberry chipotle, margarita, jalapeno pepper jelly. Folks, Railroad Pizza is just a unique pizza shop in downtown Florida. Sit down dining experience at its finest. You can call ahead of your order, 601-879-7700, 879-7700, and they'll have it ready for you. Check them out on Facebook, and also, folks, friend them on Facebook. Railroad Pizza, downtown floor. All right, our number, 601-879-0002. Let's go to Fred. Oh, is that Fred? Hey, Fred. Hey. Yay. You're on there, sir. 
Hey, Kim. Uh, I uh, was uh, riding in my car yesterday listening to your program, and uh, <clears throat> I couldn't call in, but I was very interested in your uh, piece about Dr. Ivory Phillips yeah. and, and him uh, really wanting people to go to the public schools and not having charter schools. Right. And I just thought I would pass along to you that uh, the next time you're in a meeting with him, mm-hmm. ask him where he sent his son to high school. It was not the public schools. No, oh, come on now. He no, he, no, he is a big proponent of public schools, sir. No, no. You, you can you can do some research on it, but his his son his name is Jonathan, mm-hmm. and he went to St. Joe High School. What? That's a private school. It's a private school. That's what I'm saying, and it's not it's not cheap to go there. Uh, so I'm just I'm just telling you. Uh, it's a whole lot of hypocrisy going on there if he's trying to get... So in other words, he he made the choice as a family to send his child where he thought his child could get the best education or was most advantageous. That's that's correct. And they don't want that for somebody else's child. Oh, okay. They don't want to help. I mean, you know, charter schools could help some of these kids out a whole lot. Right. And and, uh, if he's trying to push public schools on these people, when he sent his own child to a private school... I just have a real problem with that. Well, and I just I just wanted to pass it along to you because here's here's the thing. I want if you are ever in a meeting mm-hmm. with him again, mm-hmm. you just need to stand up and ask him point blank, where did you send your son to high school? Mm-hmm. And make him answer that question in front of everybody. I shall do that, my friend. Okay, well, that's all I got to say. Thanks for the hat, uh, heads up. Right. Hat tip right. to you. Talk to you later. You know, Bye-bye. and see, that that's the thing, folks. I, I, I'm trying to explain to you. Listen to what I'm saying. The black community, the poor community, the community of color has been divided up by these old black heads, just like Europe divided up Africa back in the 1800s. You got blacks who think they own the kids the educational system the welfare system and the jackson state they think they own this the public schools and and that they're not going to change but here's the thing to dr ivory and socrates and marcus and the hamburger magnet and all the rest of the perennial uh, uh, uh power brokers here in this city you guys bucked against the old heads of your day Back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, you bucked against the old black preachers and the old black men and women who were uh, friends of the white folks back then. So don't act surprised that people are bucking against you. Your day has come and gone. Get off the stage. Yield. Bow down. Back up. Move. What, what did Ludacris say? Get out the way. I can't say the other part, but y'all know what I'm talking about. But here, here's the thing with the charter school thing. One of their biggest beef is the fact that the charter school uh, uh, are incorporated. In other words, it's incorporated as a for-profit operation. So what? You got some white folks with money who want to invest in something, and that's something that they're investing in just happens to have beneficial effects for kids of any color who participates in it. And you're against that. But you sitting up there drawing a retirement after having worked at Jackson State or Jackson Public Schools or uh, the Department of uh, State Department of Mississippi or something, whatever. You ain't got no problem with your money. 
But you want to look down your nose at these white boys who could have invested their money in any. They could have invested their money in marijuana farms. And you mad at them. And then all these black, ain't not one black, I've got, I've got the Secretary of State's filing right here. Not one black millionaire or a thousandaire is on this list. Not one. All these black folks with money, oh, they'll support the King of Diamonds. They'll go out to Las Vegas and, and, and spend $10,000 on a roll of dice with two white girls on their arms. But our babies, folks, you heard me say right here on this program, black men are attacking black kids. Black men are attacking the economic viability of this city. Yeah, we can talk about what the white folks did back in the day. But at the end of the day, when the white folks got done doing their dope boy magic, creating a reservoir or whatever, uh, lake hike or whatever, at the end of the day, you could go out and put your hand on There was something there, there. Black folks are getting in there and all they're doing is just stealing money. It may as well be stealing because when they take a contract and then you got to pay somebody to come back in and redo the contract, you got to pay twice for everything, and then you're paying 125, 150% on a, 125.50 cent on a dollar over what it should cost. Anyway, then you got to do that two times. Hoss, I can't afford blackness. Screw this. I'm tired of Negro leadership. I want something else. Man, put a suit on a monkey up in there and let them sit up in there and call the, call the shots. This ain't working for me. Just like with Jackson Public Schools, if they so upset with charter schools, do a better job. You ain't even, Dr. Irene and them don't even address them doing a better job. Folks, if I read this list of things that they, what it is, they sent out a questionnaire. And the questionnaire, as far as I'm concerned, represents what they want to do with public schools if they had the choice. Expand and establish JPS Early Childhood Centers for Preschool. Kindergarten at Van Winkle, Wood, Woodville Heights, French, and Watkins Elementary. They, they ain't doing nothing with the kids they got right now. Established 21st century community learning centers at Kirksey, Cardoza, Blackburn, Chastain, Peoples, Rowan, and Witten Middle School. Okay, what the hell is a 21st century community learning center? Are you in favor of the following use of the JPS facilities? Convert Bar Elementary into a parent community education center. Develop Lanier, Wingfield, and Jim Hill into community schools. Are you in favor of using the JPS facilities for the following? To create opportunities for existing partners who provide regular ongoing essential services to lease space in facilities such as Hardy, the JPS Business and Capital City, Capital City Alternative Building. Are you interested in that? Folks, what is what what have I read to you to date thus far? It's going to improve the learning of these kids. It's going to improve the test scores. Matter of fact, the very same test scores they're saying that the charter schools are failing to meet. Black folks are full of crap. There is nobody's working on any real problems. And y'all get mad at me for saying it. Guess what? I'm going to say it louder. And when I'm in the room, you're going to know I'm in there. If my viewpoint is the only one representing that viewpoint, I don't need a thousand of other folks in there that agree with me. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, let's get back to the phones. Let's go to uh, Sylvia. Hey. 
Hi, Kim. How are you? Kim's doing fine. What's up? That's good. I wanted to talk to you and let you know the commercial for two, two gun tactical yes. reminded me that I wanted to call them after the interview you had with them a couple weeks ago. Right. And I wanted to take the course, refuse to be a victim. You know I'm a ride share driver. Right. There was an incident that had taken place, and I thought, well, I don't know which is the best way to handle this, so I handled it the way I thought was the best way. But I would prefer to do it in a different way than how I handled it. So I want to take the course. Now, I talked to Greg, and he said the way you find out when the course is being taught is to look on their website and see what classes are being offered. Right. And that way you see when the class is offered, and you can go ahead and pay for it online. And his name is Mr. White. So I hope he hears this, and I hope he will have a class soon. Because as I said, I refuse to be a victim. I like that title of that class. And I want to know the best way to do something what, if I'm in that same situation again. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good idea. So Please. I – go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you, I was just going to say, so I'm glad that they are um, sponsors of the show, and I'm looking forward to the class. Absolutely. We appreciate you checking on that and uh, let us know how it turns out, okay? I most definitely will. Thank, Thank you. Thanks. Have a good evening. You too, Sylvia. Appreciate it. Two-Gun Tactical, folks, they have uh, training facilities, they have training classes, and I encourage you. Matter of fact, I'm going to be going over there, and I was just talking with the, with the uh, sales there guy. I said, you know what, we may need to have a time and have the listeners in the air who's going to, you know, can come out and visit with us while we're over there at Two-Gun Tactical, but we'll be talking more about that. But I'm definitely going to go over there. I, I want to uh, get some, get a little bit more shooting in with my, uh, uh, this is my, personal, my personal carry gun, so... Uh, we're going to definitely do that. We want to encourage you to do the very same thing. They also have places available for if you want to have a you have a birthday party over there. Uh, you want to bring in a group of folks and you all want to go in and use the simulator and just various activities you can have. You need to check them out. Two Gun Tactical right there at 667. Uh, what's it? can't think of the name of that street. Right there from Flowood. On Flowood Drive, when you come up from the uh, Highway 80, it would be your one, two, three, third right turn. Well, you can't miss it because it's sitting right out there in the open, beautiful building. And uh, I just encourage you to check out TwoGunTactical.com and check out all the offerings. And they have everything you can think of when it comes to accessories, ammo, and weaponry. Two Gun Tactical. All right, folks, it is an open forum here this hour. And I also want to remind you, folks, that our good friends, John Dorsey, State Farm Agent Extraordinaire, would like to encourage you to check out and have your uh, policy evaluated every year. Give John a call, 601-790-2600. Whether he's your agent or anybody else, it, you always should get your policy checked out every year because there's a lot of changes. John told me that, and uh, it has proven to be very, very helpful to me. All right, so you do the same. All right, folks, what we're going to do is we're going to be taking a break. When we come back, it's going to be an open forum. I mentioned to you about the charter school thing, the things that they're against. All we're saying is let people have a choice. What? what Unless you're getting paid to push the Jackson Public Schools or public schools, what's your point? Particularly now, Mr. Ivory, now we found out that you took the opportunity to have choice with your son. And you want to foreclose that for others? Everybody ain't papered up like you are and can send their kids to private school. So what's up with that, dog? Howl at your boy. And you guys have been invited out to talk on this program. 
So you guys don't want to go anywhere when you're going to get challenged. You want to call over the WMPR and spew all that rhetoric. And you got all you got a whole you got the whole black community being held back by these old outdated ideals. Come on, dog. Elevate your game, man. It's 2022. Folks, we're back. And it is Wednesday. Back to Christ Wednesday. Folks, uh, we had an open forum last hour. But now, if you're looking for results, we have her in the studio. Rita Results Jensen has made her return to WYAB. You've heard her ads here. She's the real estate agent extraordinaire, three decades plus in the business, and she knows real estate in and out. One of the things about Rita, and uh, she's always been heavy on the marketing side, and some people just, yeah, I'm a real estate agent and I'll sell your home. No, Rita, she puts the elbow into it. She puts some marketing muscle behind every listing, and she's just a hard worker, and I'm welcoming her back to WYAB. How you doing, my friend? I am good, Kim. Thank you for having me today. Good to have you here. And uh, uh, since you were here last, man, the market has changed a little bit. Uh, interest rates were 2 and 3% last time you were here, and now they're easing up a little bit. Yeah, it's making a difference in our market. It, it, we can see it changing. It's slowing down. Uh-huh. Uh, people are a little afraid of that interest rate. They're wanting to wait and see what happens. I've been seeing some houses. I've seen more price reductions in the last couple of months than I've seen in two years. I've seen houses staying on the market more than 24 hours or maybe a week, two weeks, some of them three weeks before they sell. I've been seeing sellers paying, starting to pay some closing costs where in the last couple of years they really haven't. Mm. Um, it's been, you know, buyers are having – my heart breaks for – home buyers because they're in a bidding war still in some markets in your price ranges you'll have multiple offers come in and little buyers they just have to see if they can get it and hope they get it give it your best shot they're not they're paying all the closing costs usually over list price again just depends on where the house is right right because the market is contracting a little bit uh the interest rates have adjusted changed a little bit Give people an idea of what does it mean. You know, people think it's the end of the world. I could have got 3% uh, six months ago. Now i got to pay close to 5 or 6%. What does that increase mean in dollars and cents, say, on a, say, a $250,000? Well, if you qualified for a house for 250 a few months ago, you're probably going to qualify for around two and a quarter now. Mm-hmm. So you still qualify for a house. You just won't be buying as big a house as you right. would have been just a few months ago. Right. And uh, also, as you pointed out, uh, the terms are a little different now. Uh, six months ago, you could have got a lot of your closing costs paid, and now going back to the tug of war, a little negotiating on that part. A little more negotiating going on, yes. And folks, that negotiating—that's where an experienced agent comes in. Uh, they know the ins and out on how all that's done. And uh, you know, Rita, in, in my real estate career, one of the things I always try to do is I try to tell people. When we get it from the closing table, I want everybody to feel like they got the best deal they could have gotten. Not that, you know, you got bent over, you bent over the seller or the buyer, but everybody's got the best deal. You do. You want you want everybody to be happy when they leave. Mm-hmm. And and that's the goal. But you, you want to make sure your client gets what they're... Get represented well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get represented yeah. and, and have what they want. And be fair to everybody. That's right. That's right. Because at the end of the day, one thing, uh, the late Ralph Washington told me earlier on in my career, he said, Kim... Is any, if anybody's got to lose in the transaction, let it be you. He said, because this, this is what happened. If you think that you got over or you didn't take the loss or whatever, and there's nothing, you know, magical about taking losses. Don't get it, don't get it twisted in that regard, he said. But 
You don't want people pulling into their driveway every day, and every time they pull up, they curse your name. <laughs> you no, want no, you, you want, want them to love you at yeah. the end of that transaction. That's right. That's right. So yeah. you do you do your best uh, to to make sure everybody's concerns are addressed and taken care of to the best mm-hmm. you can. And so it's not magic. And there there are instances where sometimes people aren't going to be happy. You know, and you know, I mean that's called life in the big city. But knowing knowing that you did everything you could on your part to to bring forth a good transaction, you know, so. Oh, we're talking with Rita Results. Jensen, she's here in the studios with us, and we want to encourage you, if you have concerns, if you have a call uh, you'd like to make and have a question you want to have answered, she's here, 601-879-0002. And, of course, her number at the office is 720-4037, area code 601. And on the web, it's Rita Jensen, J-E-N-S-E-N dot net. Now, Rita, uh, you uh, from this area over here, what's going on in the floor, uh, the western uh, Madison County area? Well, in Florida, I, I just looked at the MLS before I came up here, and we've got actually 11 houses on the market. Florida, normally in a healthy market, which we are not right now, we don't have a healthy market in my mind. Mm-hmm. We usually average between 18 to 22 homes on the market, and we've got 11. So inventory is still very low, mm-hmm. especially in certain price ranges. Anything under probably half a million is we're lacking in inventory. Mm-hmm. Uh, buyers are still out there buying. They're being a whole lot more picky than they were. Mm-hmm. A lot of them will walk away from a house saying, I'm not paying this for that. Mm-hmm. You know, this house is in bad shape. I've seen more listings that the sellers are not really preparing their home. And buyers, a few months ago, that didn't matter to them. But now it's starting to kind of turn where they're getting more picky and, and realizing, wait a minute. You know, I don't want to be upside down in the house. I right. don't want to put too much in something and not be able to get out of it. We don't want to have what happened to back in the early 2000s to happen again. So I see that changing as far as buyers and their yeah. what they're looking for. Well, you know, this, this, this thing about being upside down in the house or upside down in the car, my experience has shown that being upside down is not necessarily obviously the best position to be in, but if you're not moving or selling, it ain't necessarily a bad thing, good or bad, if you're going to be there. If you can be there. Yeah. I was talking to a lender a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about foreclosures because mm-hmm. right now we don't have a lot, but we're starting to see those hit right. the market back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said one of his clients, it was a nice size house mm-hmm. and had gotten in some financial, lost his job, can't remember, but was just going to let it go. And with the housing increase in pricing, he's like, man, you, you've got equity in this house. So he ended up selling it and making like fifty grand instead mm. of letting it go. So right. it, if you're in that situation where you, maybe you've lost a job and you're getting a little strapped for cash, you may have enough equity in your house that you can actually sell it and not have a foreclosure on your record. And that's the reason why you can call Rita. She can help you walk through the, uh, the whole process, help you evaluate the numbers. A lot of times what you lack is just the information. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Th- and that's what you can bring to them, right? Right, right. If you don't, you don't know what you don't know. Right, right. And uh, the whole foreclosure process, the deed in lieu of foreclosure, all that type of thing, those are things an experienced agent can help you with. Give Rita a call, 720-4037, area code 601. You know, the whole real estate, you know, I often see people leaving out, whether it's residential or commercial, I mean, even our politicians, they would just call in some realtors and real estate agents and say, hey, you know, we're thinking about doing this. Is this a good idea? And I can see a lot of times our government gets in, in involved in things. And I'm saying if they had to just talk with a real estate agent about what they're doing in that area, they could have got a little bit more insight 
And again, that information will help make you better help make better decisions. That's right. Yeah. And again, folks, we're talking with Rita Jensen. Now, Rita, the uh, uh, the real estate market, as as you said, is changing, is cooling off. Uh, is it possible somebody might, Rita? I don't really want to put my house on the market with a sign, but I'll just let you know I'm interested in selling. If you have a buyer, you can talk. You get any instances like that? I there? do. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I do. I've sold quite a few houses that never hit the market. Right. It's and they, that's what they say. Rita, I'll sell my house, and a lot of times it's Rita, I'll sell my house, but I don't have anywhere to go. Right. Right. And that's why I say I have a rental property I can put you in. Well, and that's, you know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's why uh, when, I, when I talk about your ads, I tell people uh, you need to be ready to move. Because if you put it, put it, if you put it with Rita, it's going to get some results. And that's why I call you Rita Results. Jensen, because uh, I've noticed how you operated down through the years and uh, you have gotten results. The evidence is the fact that you continue to advertise because you realize that this is a, a, a commitment you made when you took when you taken that listing that you're going to put forth a serious effort to get the home sold. you got to get it out in the market. Right. I was talking to a for sale by owner the other day. He's mm-hmm. been on the market for sale by owner for about three weeks, mm-hmm. and they've had one call. Mm-hmm. And they're not, you know, so that <laughs> right there, it tells you the market's slowing down because right. a few months ago. The people would have called in. Yeah. 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 So you've got to get it out there. And the beauty of Remax is we're worldwide. Mm-hmm. So when I put you on the Internet, you're not just in – Mississippi or the United States. You're in Canada and Mexico and England and all over the world. Mm-hmm. And people's interest is everywhere because, you know, people sitting up at night in a hotel room somewhere in Hong Kong, you know, I'm moving to Mississippi. I'm going to mm-hmm. need a, it's, it's the market. The reality of the marketplace is that that's how people are finding things. And people are going to the Internet, first of all, you know, to start looking around. And, uh, and they, if, if you're not there, uh, they won't know. According to NAR, the average buyer starts their home search about six months on the net internet mm-hmm. before they're ready to actually go and start pulling that trigger. Mm-hmm. So they do. They get on. They do their homework. They're much more educated with the internet than they used to, you know, the, before we had the internet. Mm-hmm. And that's where they go to look. We're talking with Rita Jensen. Rita's number seven twenty forty thirty seven area code six zero one. Rita, uh, the whole listing and showing of homes. What are some of the concerns people have when they list their homes and about people showing it and just kind of walk people through the process, what what they can expect? Uh, some people are a little concerned or some people, you know, there's a difference between showing an empty house and a, and a, a house that somebody's living in. Well, your realtor should, a realtor should always be with a buyer client when they walk in someone's house and they should not be left alone. Uh, there are instances, not many, but things do happen. And things may disappear on occasion. It, again, it doesn't happen a lot in our market. We don't have a lot of trouble. We have uh, electronic MLS boxes, and those have been really great from the ones we had way back in the day. Because now whenever someone opens my lockbox, I get notified. I know who it is, what time, their address, their name, their email, Pictures. their phone number. <laughs> I mean, I got yeah. it all. Yeah. So I know who's going in and out of the houses, mm-hmm. and that's that's nice. Yeah. Uh, the the technology has changed a lot in terms of getting feedback, and they're actually they ask for feedback. Uh, what's going on with the listing? What's your first blush impression? All that kind of things, and that's the kind of thing to help knit together for a successful closing. Uh, that information, and at the end of the day, while we sell real estate, we actually traffic in information. That's how we make our money mm-hmm. by knowing mm-hmm. things and helping the client know things so they can make better decisions. That's why uh, we call her Reader Results Jensen because she's merged all this stuff into a, a service offering that she offers with Rita Jensen. 
uh, .net, at RitaJensen.net. Give her a call, 601-720-4037. And now, Rita, the uh, uh, market here in, in, in Mississippi is, uh, I don't know, it seems to, I mean, people are surprised when they come to Mississippi, when they see our market, when they see Mississippi, because they're thinking, you know, shotgun houses, mm-hmm. barefoot folks. And uh, we've got it pretty good here. I was talking with someone at uh, Anson Walker's wedding, and they had moved here from Georgia, and they were surprised uh, with Madison. And, uh, you know, they were thinking they were moving to, you know, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, believe me, I've had a lot of northerners mm-hmm. in my car over the mm-hmm. years, and, and they are shocked at our prices, and they're shocked at our housing. And all I can do is laugh at them and say, we wear shoes. Yeah, you know? That's right. <laughs> And, and, you know, and, and many, many people are surprised that uh, as number of people who live in brick homes, I'm from up north, too, and uh, it's not, there are more people living in frame houses, even in brand new houses they build right now. Most of them are clapboard siding type houses as opposed to the brick houses. They come down here, man, everybody's selling drugs. What's going on here? How everybody getting these houses? Like, <laughs> and they're shocked at our prices. Yeah. You know, we pretty high prices for a rural area mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in our housing market. And right now with the building cost, it's just gotten crazy. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I understand some of the builders have slowed down. Right. Um, yeah, I was talking with a builder today, and he was saying, Kim, I just, uh, and he does custom builds. He said, I just can't control my costs. I mean, I, I don't know what, you know, and I don't, I don't need everybody, you know, having lockjaw and sour grapes because, uh, will you promise me this? I can't buy it. I can't get you know, I can order windows, and then when they get here a year from now, the house has been standing open with no windows on them. Mm-hmm. He said, I, I, I can't go into that uh, blinded like that. And so that's affecting the market, which will affect inventory down the road. Mm-hmm. And according to, to NAR, we need a million new sticks on houses on the ground every year mm-hmm. in this country. Right. And I think they're building around five, 600,000 is what so came the, across my email. Mm-hmm. So we're low even on how many new houses we need in the united states as far as inventory goes so folks if you have a home you're living in a home that you own uh be thankful be grateful because again that's hopefully the number she's just described there will keep the prices firm but at the same time folks uh there's still an opportunity to sell there's always somebody looking somebody having to move somebody having to uh to get rid of a house somebody has to buy a house that's why you need to give Rita a call 601-720-4037 Rita jensen j-e-n-s-e-n dot net we'll be right back and it is, it's Wednesday. And in the studios with us is Miss Rita Jensen. Rita Jensen, real estate folks, I want to encourage you to give her a call, 720-4037. But I'll tell you one other thing. The Gathering Restaurant at 463 Highway and Highway 22, every Saturday they have a Livingston brunch. Uh, that's from 10 to 2. You got a taste for a late breakfast? Stop there. They got the Madison County patty milk, which is a burger, fried egg, bacon, mayo, American cheese, and a side. Chicken blueberry pancakes, uh, that's two, berry, two blueberry pancakes, famous Dumbo fried chicken breast, Tabasco honey, and pecans. Chicken and biscuits, southern breakfast, the, tradi- the traditional southern breakfast with the bacon patty and the sausage patties and fried pork chops, whatever, you know, uh, grits and gravy and grits and braised beef. Folks, you're going to enjoy it. And if you want seafood, you can get that also during the brunch. Catfish, shrimp, and the combo. So check them out. Livingston. Uh, brunch there at the gathering uh, from 10 to 2 on Saturday. Stop by today. Or actually, stop by this Saturday. Put it on your to-do list. All right, back to Rita Jensen. Rita, now we were talking about the uh, uh, the MLS. Is, is, we're talking about changes in real estate. 
The MLS has changed also in this area, hasn't it? It has. We got a new multiple listing service uh, last November, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And so we're all still getting used to it. But it it covers a lot more area than the one that we did have. I I can see houses down on the coast now and different Mm -hmm. areas. It's... We're learning that we're learning. It's got some really good features. Um, it's got some things that are. See somebody you know. calling already, Rita. I gave you a number out. I know. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, my phone was. Rita results. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, the MLS is expanded. Uh, there's a lot. So this is why, folks, when I tell you uh, you're thinking about doing something in real estate, uh, give Rita a call because what you need is information. And uh, that's what she's willing to offer you. She's not going to pressure you and say, you got to sign this document and all that kind of stuff before I talk to you. Uh, Just call her and say, look, this is what I'm trying to do. This is what I'm thinking about doing. Is that correct? That's correct. You know, and and start with your homework. The first thing someone needs to do is call a lender Mm -hmm. because you need to know your financial, what you can do. And there's so many different types of mortgages out there. You know, what I would need in a mortgage is probably a lot different than what a young person would need in a mortgage. Mm-hmm. So there's all there's first time for first time home buyers, there's down payment assistance, there's USDA rural areas, mm-hmm. some areas qualify for it. Floor actually does the whole city. Uh but like Madison doesn't qualify for it. Mm-hmm. So it's gotta be rural mm-hmm. and that's hundred percent financing. So we need to get your financial self in the row first because mm-hmm. you want to know how much your note payment is going to be mm-hmm. how much down payment is going to be if any you don't ever want to put yourself in a in my mind in a financial bind to buy a house mm-hmm. you know don't buy more than you can afford and still be able to have a life you know you still want to be able to go on vacation you still want to be able to buy your kid a bicycle for christmas and not be stressed over making a big house note when you could have bought something maybe a little less expensive right and still had a life. That's right. So get your finances in a row, ducks in a row, so that you know what you're doing. So when we go look at a house, you'll know in your mind, okay, this house is going to approximately cost me this every month. Mm-hmm. And am I comfortable with that? Mm-hmm. And if you're not, then let's back that price down and find something else that where you're financially comfortable, and then you make the house work for you. Right. There's nothing worse especially for young people, to, to get in a house that's too expensive and then they're new married and then they, you know, they have financial troubles and that just causes stress oh, yeah. and fights. That's right. Uh, you know, she bring, Rita brings up a good point about the financing aspect of things. Uh, you, you need options. You need information. Uh, yes, the bank where you do your banking can do your loan in most cases. Uh, they could do a loan for your mortgage loan. But that's not necessarily, as Rita pointed out, the best thing that you need right now as a young family, as a new family, or uh, someone who's trying to do this, that, or you just never know. For instance, uh, I refinanced. I used Rocket Mortgage, and uh, I was really, to be honest, I was really pleased. I was, And they gave you so many options, and you can, you can finance one year, five years, 15 years, 10 years, 18 years. It was just, uh, uh, just so many different options that you could use, and that's when you have a uh, uh, you need a real estate agent who can tell you uh, based on what you're telling me you might want to consider this you might want to consider that these people do this these that's where they you know it's more to it than just finding a house and say I want that house yeah and I would recommend talking to two or three if you have a local bank that you do a lot of business with talk mm-hmm. to them but do call a couple other lenders you want to compare your apples they should give you a good faith <laughs> estimate what's mm-hmm. called and that gives you all of your numbers mm-hmm. and. Just because one may interest rate might be a little bit lower, 
but their junk fees may be hmm. much higher, and there eats up your difference. Right. So you want to look at them, compare apples to apples, and then see which one's best fits your family, your needs, mm-hmm. and go with it. You know, uh, uh, some people think, uh, well, you know, I think I want to build me a home. I, you know, not be a part of a subdivision. There's nothing wrong with buying a house that you get a lot there and have that built for you. Uh, but there's different, uh, you know, some builders will, uh, some builders may be in a position to, okay, you're qualified for this loan. I will build this house for you based on the fact that you're qualified for mm-hmm. this loan. Those are the different options that our agent is going to be able to bring you that information. Uh, but you won't know until you start talking with someone. You know, a lot of times you think, well, I'll just go deal directly with the builder. I, I saw a sign out there. And there's nothing wrong with that in and of itself. But if you want someone who's going to be looking out for you, like you talk about in your commercials, you got second and third generation uh, uh, clients. I do. And I love it. Yeah. And it, it is a rewarding feeling to have someone think enough of you to say, you know, you sold me a house 25 years ago and I want my son or my daughter to, to use your services. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what it's all about, building that legacy. Because actually it gets a lot easier when, when that starts to happen <laughs> in terms of selling real estate. I was at a closing table the other day with a little agent, and uh, I asked him, I said, so how long have you been selling real estate? And he said, four years. And he asked me how long I've been doing it, and I said, I'm 28 years. And he said, I'm 28 years old. <laughs> like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it. Wow, wow. But, you know, it it, it is rewarding to see people uh, to get uh, a home. Uh spoke with a gentleman today. He ended up purchasing a home that I had uh, leased, uh, turned him on to. And you know, I tell people all the time, we traffic in information. And I had a friend who had a house. She said, Jim, I need, to, I need to find somebody to rent this. And it turned out to be a perfect fit for him. And uh, they rent it for years and years and years. They end up buying the house. And so it's, it's a satisfaction, particularly when you're dealing with friends and uh, you seeing them get a good deal and everybody's happy about it. So it's a very rewarding, like <laughs> I was told years ago, it's the easiest low-paying job or the hardest high-paying job is what you put in it. So uh, 28 years, and you've been doing this exclusively, yeah, you kind of got the hang of it. Well, I just sold one here in Florida that never hit the market. The seller called me, and I knew his little brother, but he had he graduated from Florida High in 69 and joined the military. So he was gone when we moved here in 1970, but I had heard his name. I'd heard stories about him. Mm-hmm. And his, I'd sold his cousin's house. So I asked him, I'm like, how'd you get me? And he said, well, you sold my cousin's house. And I'm like, well, who is that? And he told me, and I went to high school with her. Mm-hmm. And he said, and then my mama's neighbor said, you got to call Rita. And I said, oh, I went to school with him, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Man, that's good. And then a I, I, lady called me and said, you know, my daughter's getting married, and they need a house. And I said, well, I, got, I just happened to have you one. Mm. And so they bought it and moved in. About a month ago, not quite, mm. and just a cute little young couple in a sweet little starter home. Wow! You know, I tell you what, those things happen. And again, uh, you want to give Rita a call. You need to keep this number handy, and that number is easy to remember. That's Rita Jensen on the web, RitaJensen.net, and the number is six zero one seven twenty four zero three seven. And we want to encourage you for all your real estate needs. She can uh, again direct you in the right path. Uh, she's resourceful. And she's not stingy with the information, and it's not like you got to drop a quarter in the machine to keep her talking about real estate. She's going to give it to you freely. Again, that number is 601-720-4037. Our number is 601-879-0002. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Folks, we're back. And we have results here in the studio. Rita, 
results. Jensen. That's right, folks. Her number is 720-4037. When it comes to real estate, a residential sale, she is your huckleberry. Uh, Rita, uh, am I wrong when I say residential sale? Are you involved with the commercial, residential, farmland, and all that kind of I do primarily residential, but I tell you what, I know just enough about commercial to be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not your girl on that. Yeah, I generally I, refer to Tom Smith. I mean, everybody's got somebody they refer to. But when it comes to land, mm-hmm. I've started kind of getting a little bit interested in that. Last, uh, I took up deer hunting a few years ago, <laughs> about four years ago, and was a member of a camp and then decided I was going to buy my own land. So I started looking. I ended up buying a little land in Yazoo County and then little more in Hines County, and I've just kind of been falling in love with that. Mm-hmm. And, I, and my son keeps telling me, he's like, Mama, there's women out there that like to hunt. There is. And, and they probably want to buy some land, and they'd rather buy from a woman mm-hmm. than a man. I hope I didn't just get, you know, <laughs> say <laughs> something I'm not supposed to. you get doxxed and, oh, yeah, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So if there's any woman out there who likes to deer hunt looking for a piece of land, call me because, you know, Justin said, you know, I said, well, I'm not going to go out and walk the land. He said, you didn't walk your land. I said, no, I didn't. I said, you did. He said, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So we can get it done. If there's somebody out there, a woman who wants to go deer hunting, just Mm -hmm. tell them to call me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and, and again, because it seems like over the last year or two, I've ran into so many women who, who hunt. I'm not a hunter, you know. I just try to survive in the streets of Jackson. But as far as going out there. Uh, in in the cold and the rain and I, nah, I'm not thinking, especially duck hunting. That is not going to be me. Yeah. That's too cold for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's another guy for that type of stuff. But well, thank goodness for my boys. I've got a nice stand. Yeah. It's got a little heater in it. Yeah. I mean, I'm like you toasty warm. They're yeah. outside freezing, yeah. but I'm toasty warm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You like me now, and I, I can do it with creature comforts uh, uh, if they're if they're available. But no, just to go out there, that's just not my cup of tea. Besides, you know, like I said. Uh, I'm not, I mean, I eat deer sausage, but, you know, I'm not one of those guys going to be eating the hooves and burning or boiling the, uh, the toes. And all <laughs> <laughs> Some people are like, oh, hey, man, you haven't tried it yet. No, I have not, have not tried it. But uh, So you are a hunter. If people want to go hunting, ladies want to go hunting, at least get a feel for it. I think you want to get some land. Rita is your girl, 720 area code 601. Now, uh, when it comes to the uh, uh, future of real estate, what do you see happening uh, from your little crystal ball over there? I see our market's changing. I've seen more for, I think we'll get more foreclosures back in. And, you know, you, to have a healthy market, you need a little bit of everything. And we're starting to see that come back. We're seeing prices come down. I, ble- I don't think it's going to slow up too terribly to where it just dries up. But there's not as much inventory. But I think we're going to be fine. Yeah. I think well, we're going to be fine. My, my my observation is, is as long as we maintain this uh form of government that we have where respect for the rule of law and private property rights, real estate will be safe. If we de- deviate from that, then it's a whole, you know, it's it's a toss-up of what's going to happen. But as long as we maintain private property rights, real estate should be the, you know, uh, the go-to uh, investment because everybody's got to have a place to stay, whether you're renting or if you just need a, a, a front porch to sleep on, you're going to have to have a place to stay. you got to have a roof over your head, and they're not making any more land. They're not making any more land, and that's why it's important uh, that you get in where you fit in, make that investment. Uh, they're talking about changes uh, with the America dollar bill not being the world standard, et cetera. Well, land in America will always be worth something, and you're going to need a place to stay. You're going to need a place to farm. You need to do any of those type of things. You need to call uh, an agent. 
with some experience. Going on three decades, Rita Jensen. Her number is 601-720-4037. That's Rita Jensen, J-E-N-S-E-N dot net. Now, Rita, you talk about the uh, western uh, Madison County area where you grew up and where you live now. Uh, you, you sell anywhere else? I know you said. I do. Where, I, yeah. the, all central Mississippi, Hines, mm-hmm. Rankin, Madison, Yazoo, mm-hmm. Kapaya. Right. Yeah, I don't go too much further than that mm-hmm. just because yeah. it's getting out of my area. But, yeah, I do a lot all over. Madison and Rankin counties have primarily been my niche right. over the years with some sprinkled in all around. Right. right. So I've got – seems like I go through spells right now. It seems like I'm selling almost everything in northeast Jackson. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's a hot market over there. People are uh, uh, moving, and there's opportunities for people to move up from south Jackson and everywhere else uh, to get some of those nice homes over there. So, again, if you want a home in North Jackson, Rita's your girl, 720-4037, area code 601. Now, the houses there in North Jackson, are the are, are the numbers good value-wise? They're pretty high mm-hmm. price, too. I mean, mm-hmm. they're, they're stretching the market on their prices just like everybody else. Right, right. So, and that was, you know, we were talking about getting pre-qualified. And as a buyer, when you go into a seller, and there may be multiple offers on a piece of property, if you don't have your prequal letter with your offer when you send it, you're dead in the water. Right. They're right. going to look at one who's already been to the bank and gotten prequalified. Mm-hmm. They might call me, that agent might call and say, hey, are your folks prequalified? And the last thing you want to say is, well, no, we haven't even been to the bank. Mm-hmm. You want to be able to send that prequal letter with your offer so that that seller knows we've got a ready, willing, and able buyer. Absolutely. And, you know, when uh, as Rita suggested, you, you contact your mortgage company, a mortgage lender, loan officer, whoever, uh, I would urge you, when they make a request for documents, a piece of paper, or whatever, please be quick to get it in. Uh, the late Hilda Britton would always tell me, she said, Kim, if, if I can't get that paper back in, in, you know, in a respectable amount of time, a reasonable amount of time, then how am I going to get my mortgage payment? You know, if you're dragging your feet on that, because you never know, your loan officer could have an extraordinary amount of juice in that organization, and they can say, you know, I just have a, fr- I have a feeling about Reed. I think she's a good one. I think, you know, because you might be right there on the edge, and you need all those little things going in your favor. You so, do. So every edge you can get, you need. Yes. So that's why it's important that you deal with experienced agents, not to not to exclude the the newbies out there trying to get their feet wet. But it's always good. I mean, when it's really critical, when you need everything to go right, you need Rita. 601-720-4037. The experienced agents, again, can take you, particularly when you're dealing with a a market that's constantly changing or it's in flux right now or you have a lot on the line from a timeline standpoint. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Time is of the essence in real estate. All the time. All the time. And that's why we encourage you to... Just take a look around. Now, you mentioned earlier about how people start their search six months earlier, uh, sometimes online and looking all around like that. Uh, when should they, because, you know, of course, when you're a new agent, the fact that your phone rings and somebody said they want to see it. <laughs> but with gas being almost $5 a gallon, it's a whole different calculus now. Definitely want to make sure that buyer's pre-qualified. <laughs> or willing to get pre-qualified, yeah. yes. Definitely. Yeah, if they're not willing to go get pre-qualified, how serious are they at buying a house? And getting pre-qualified now is pretty much going to the website, doing a one-page app and getting yeah, getting, it, in, getting, in, getting in the system, as it were. Yeah, it's, it's very simple. Yeah. So if, if your uh, client is not willing to do that, then you got to – 
ask a little bit more, ask a few more questions, ask them, do they want to pay for the gas? <laughs> we can go look, but you're going to pay for this gas. You know. I had a little young buyer not long ago ask me if Remax paid for my gas, and I couldn't help but <laughs> laugh. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> and that's what, you know, you don't realize the costs that are involved in being a real estate agent. Oh. Well, yeah, you understand. Well, you know, uh, you mentioned that, and, and, and let's say that for the benefit of all real estate agents, we'll say this, and that is to you buyers out there, it, it, it is a big deal when you just drop a agent after they've worked with you and driven you around and you found a house of your dreams or you found a, a house and the other agent, uh, you know, out of courtesy, you know, if you've been around here a while, you know, because you're going to be working with people again. Uh, you, you don't just traffic in people's uh, clients like that. But to you clients out there, you know, you need to re- – <laughs> I would suggest you need to give them a, a gift card or something for the gas or something because there's a lot of time to go into it. They think, well, you know, they ain't lost nothing. Yeah, and that little MLS key that I have that opens that box to let them in the house, I pay for that every month. Every you know, month. There, there's a lot of cost involved in being a real estate agent that's mm-hmm. not seen to the public. That's right. That's right. And uh, a lot of people get out of real estate because of those little costs, and that's why the experience matters. Because uh, if you don't know how to fill your pipeline up in terms of as an agent to keep it going where you can keep those bills paid like your MLS fees and uh, insurance and all that kind of stuff, you won't be in it for long. Uh, but there is a method to the madness. Mm-hmm. It, it's not an impossible task, but it, like I said, it's the easiest low-paying job or the hardest high-paying job is what you put in it. Folks, we're talking with Rita Jensen. Now, Rita, uh, we're going to be taking a break here, but I want you to get your thoughts together. Any final comments you want to give to the people about the real estate market, how you can help them, and tell them what you do when uh, at Rita Jensen in terms of your marketing plan, the guarantees that you have, et cetera, uh, when we come back. Okay. Our number is 601-879-0002. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. The final few minutes of the Kim Wade Show with results. Jensen in the house. Rita Jensen, her number is 601 720 4037. And as I told you, and as you've heard her ads, Rita is different from a lot of agents in terms of uh, what she's willing to do for you, the client, particularly those on the seller side, those who are listing your home with uh, Remax Rita Jensen. Rita, tell us what is it that you do that uh, offers the uh, client something a little bit more than they would get otherwise? Well, I'll buy your house. <laughs> <laughs> I just bought one a couple of months ago. I had a young couple. I had sold them the house a few years ago, and they were expecting their first baby and wanted to move closer to where she grew up, the Mm -hmm. wife. And so I I wrote them an offer. I sat down with the numbers. I showed them what I was willing to pay for it, and I also showed them what I thought I could get them, how much more if we hit the market with it. And I could have netted them Mm -hmm. more than what I was willing to pay for it. And I said, it's your decision. It won't hurt my feelings. You know, I'm a cash buyer, clean and easy. And they said, okay, they think about it. And the next day they called me and said, you know, Miss Rita, we just want it gone. And mm-hmm. I said, okay. So I bought their house. And and that's the type of thing, because uh, she advertises that, you know, that uh, she's will buy your house. And there are a lot of people out there who are surprised. But if you notice what she did, she disclosed to them that, hey, uh, you go to the process. We can put go through, if you want to go through the process. We can list this home and put it on the market there, and let the whole world knows it's available. And you could very well make more money than mm-hmm. what I'm offering you. There was that disclosure again. That's what sets her apart from a lot of folks. There are folks out there who, yeah, I ain't gonna tell them that they can 
No, just disclose everything and everybody will be happy. Exactly. Follow the golden rule and you'll be in good shape. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, she was able to uh, pick up a house. They were able to get rid of a house. And, again, that's how it goes. You know, back in the day, I remember when we first started the real estate investment group. That used to way, that's the way it used to be. You used to do deals on a handshake. Everybody made a little bit of money, and then all it took is one person to come in and got greedy and kind of skewered everything to the point where everybody, you, you got to watch your back. You got to double check and have a contract and paper on everything and make sure everything is done right. But uh, there was a time when it was a lot easier to do business like that. I did one not long ago here in Florida. Mr. Bill had an older gentleman here in town, and I took the listing agreement. We were going to sell one of his properties, and and he's like, I don't, I don't need all that, Rita. I'll just shake your hand. And I said, Well, you know what, Mr. Bill, and I appreciate that very much. But in order to keep the Mississippi Real Estate Commission happy, <laughs> we need this sign. That's right. That's right. That's right. Well, and and again, it's good to have that. And uh, folks here in the uh, western part of Hines, uh, Hines County, Madison County. Rita's your girl. She can sell all over. She can buy all over. She can show you all over. Uh, but here in the uh, Little Yazoo, Bentonia, Flora, Pocahontas, uh, just give her a call. She can help you out here. And, uh, and you know, it's good to have your own little niche. I mean, you know, you can, you can eat pretty good off the good folks here in this area. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we just commend her to you. Uh, again, that number is 720-4037. Now, uh, it says here on your ad here. So let me ask you. You says uh, you can uh, you have an easy exit listing. Tell us about that. If I don't do my job, what I tell you I'm going to do, you mm-hmm. can fire me, mm-hmm. and I, I'll let you out of the listing agreement. Right. So, so you don't be trying. Oh no, no, no! Yeah. You signed up for six months. I got you now. Right. I'm not going to hold anybody captive that doesn't want my services. Right. Right. And but, so far, nobody's fired me. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, yay. Well, you know, and that's one of the things that I learned during the course of the, the career, and that is uh, when you go out to look at a house, be honest with the uh, seller. Uh, fall out on the front end if you're going to fall out. Say, you know what, this is really a dump. I can't do anything with it. And be honest with them about what you think would take to sell the home. And uh, they say, well, ain't gonna, I'm not going to do all that. Because otherwise, you spend a lot of money marketing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and in your case, you do. Uh, you don't just stick a sign in the yard and put it in the MLS. You're out there. Uh, letting people know with a clearing call and all the media sources that are, that are available. So uh, that's why it's important that you get it right on the front end. Don't just take any listing. Yeah, you got to make sure you know what you're doing. I mean, you can spend a lot of money marketing a house, and if it doesn't sell, you're just mm-hmm. out. That's right. That's, that's, uh, you got a business right off. Mm-hmm. What about your love it or leave it program? If you buy a house from me and you have to move in the first two years for any reason, I'll sell it for you for free. Simple as that. Simple as that. Yeah, and you got now. You say you guaranteed the sale for the sellers. That's if if it won't sell, I'll buy it. Again, what I'm going to offer you is we're not going to be your retail price. Right. But but you can get out. You of it can get out of it if you need to, folks. If you're ready to move and you need to be ready to move when you call Rita, because they call her Rita Results Jensen. Her number is six zero one seven twenty forty thirty seven. You can find her at Rita Jensen J E N S E N. Dot net. Rita, I want to thank you for coming in. Well, and thank you for having me, Kim. I appreciate it. It was good to see you again. Good to see you. And then, again, keep doing what you're doing. People are happy. And, again, they need homes and you want to sell them homes, uh, she's your girl. 720-4037, area code 601. See you on the radio. Peace.